Merry Christmas Eve, everybody. And lo and behold, my Christmas gift to you is that one sister's journey, keeping it real, is back on the air. Whoop, whoop. I've got to tell you, I have been fighting some kind of illness or something for a few weeks. And exhaustion is an understatement of how I have felt. Um, Just wiped out. I've made it to work every day, yet came home and went right to bed. Yeah. Um, I mean, around everything I was doing. I didn't. I only had to cancel a couple things because I just couldn't do it and had to go to bed. But for the most part, I stayed the course. And that's probably why it took so long to get better because I didn't stop or take a break. <laughs> but yeah. So it is Christmas Eve. It's 7 o'clock in the morning on Christmas Eve 2019, depending on when you're listening to this. And I am on my way to the gym to get a workout in. It's cardio day, so my goal is to get at least an hour of cardio. I don't know. We'll see how I do. Because my get up and go is... eh. But I haven't had much gym time either because, oh my gosh, I did one training session and um, I went to do floor work. And I was yawning. I couldn't even stay awake. Like as soon as my body went into the horizontal position, it wanted to sleep. And the trainer's like, what is up? Stop yawning. Oh my gosh. So sick. I should have just canceled the training session. But um, I know that, you know, the trainer counts on that money. So if I canceled the training session, you know, he was out part of a paycheck. Which is, you know, a good reason that another positive to me having a trainer is that I will put somebody else before me and um, the reality is that there's some days I go and I don't cancel because I know that, you know, my trainer's paycheck depends on if I show up or not and I don't want him short pay whether I want to go or not but that day I really should have canceled and went home and went to bed but yeah (laughs) live and learn and he enjoyed watching me fall asleep on the mat in the middle of a workout I'm sure he was laughing so I'm gonna go get a cardio in Uh, everybody at my house was sound asleep well my husband wasn't sound asleep but is sleeping and I have a little mini list to stop at the store after my workout, like milk, bread, you know, the essentials, so that we don't have to go out again today. And then once I get home, shower, change, and we got kind of a busy Christmas Eve, um, spending time with my dad today, and then getting together with my aunt and uncle and cousins, and then church at no seven church at seven church at 11 and then Christmas day will be spent at my father's and the movie theater we're gonna go see cats yes I'm so excited I don't think my husband is as excited as my daughter and I to go watch cats but cats was the first Broadway musical I ever saw so I'm really excited to watch it in the movie theater 
and my daughter's looking forward to it. My husband will enjoy it most likely, but he's not like excited. Um, many, many years ago, uh, after my husband's parents had both passed away, we said we need a new tradition because Christmas Day was always spent you know, between my fam, my parents and his parents, and they would come out to the house, and, you know, we did my parents in the morning, and then showered and whatever, and his parents would come out when Mary was little, and then as our daughter got older, we would go to their house, and so after both of his parents had passed, we're like, we need a new tradition, um, because I am just, I'm not one to... You know, I don't want to sit around and be sad and then you just sit there and say, oh, we would be here right now and cry into our Wheaties, right? I said, let's do something new. Let's get out of the house. The movie theaters are open. I don't know why they should give their employees the day off, but they are open. And then um, we said, let's go to the movies on Christmas Day. So in the afternoon, we always pick a movie and we go to the movies on Christmas Day and that's our new tradition and then I often wonder because most of the people that are at the movie theater are either alone or maybe that's why they stay open I don't know so that people that are alone have something to do and they do release movies on Christmas Day so craziness so that's what we'll do is we'll go watch cats and that's our one of our newer traditions that we've done and we enjoy it so it'll be a busy couple days and I told my husband I'm exhausted I need a vacation I said this is supposed to be my vacation and I'm pooped but yesterday um, the church that is associated with the food pantry wanted to do a Christmas gift giveaway and so yesterday was the uh, gift pickup at the pantry and <laughs> I don't know I shouldn't complain but you know they did the gifts but no one from the church showed up to help give them away and you know so my aunt that coordinates and runs the pantry you know she said I know you know it's your day but and two of the other pantry volunteers came and so my aunt and uncle, myself, and two other volunteers to hand out 180 or 190 families worth of gifts in four hours. And it was, it was good, you know, a lot of gifts, only 17 families didn't show up, but we ended up staying an extra two and a half hours, um, calling people, reminding them to come get the gifts and whatnot, but... I mean, that was an eight-hour day. And as beautiful and wonderful as the day was, I'm like, okay, my house is a mess. I didn't get any of the sewing done. <laughs> my list is long. Ah. But families were blessed. And families are going to have Christmas because, you know, people donated. And that's wonderful. You know, that's, that's good stuff. And I think throughout the year. I mean, I volunteer at the food pantry every week throughout the year, and I would encourage you to find a way that you can give back, that you can 
serve your community because it is humbling and it truly um, helps you understand and appreciate all that you have because not everyone is blessed and flush and I mean we're not flush by any means and we're still in the living paycheck to paycheck mode of life you know we don't have that three month savings built up if there was ever an emergency we don't have an emergency fund if the car breaks down um, you know we're working on it we try and yet a way that you know I may not be able to tithe my 10 plus percent a week at church so I give in the ways I can give and if you're listening I mean depending on your faith and whatnot you can be like well you know the tithing can be a great debate and I tithe above my 10% in time and I tithe whatever I have in my wallet on Sunday whatever cash is in my wallet that's what I put in the um, the plate when it passes and if I don't have any cash then then that's I don't put any in but I try to tithe my time to God and give more than my 10% because I may not always have money, extra money, or, and I haven't figured out yet how to do 10% of our income and still make the bills, Um, but I have time and I have gifts and I have talents and so I use those as a way to give back to God for what he gives me and you know some of you listening might say well you don't truly have faith because you would tithe your 10% in money and God will provide and it will all work out so I don't have faith that whatever you know I can't change the way people think and You know, even as I'm doing this podcast, I'm like, oh, I probably should stop and (laughs) re-record. But, you know what? We're keeping it real right here on One Sister's Journey, right? And here's the reality. If you think I have a lack of faith because I don't tithe my 10% every Sunday, then that's what you're going to think, and I'm not going to change that. And maybe there's truth to it. I don't know. But I do tithe with gifts and talents to God above and beyond my 10%. And I'm not saying that for accolades. I'm saying that to encourage you that, you know, if you're sitting and you're going to church and you're feeling stressed because you can't tithe because you need every penny to feed your kids and clothe your kids, how can you tithe your time? How can you tithe your gifts and we can serve God and give back to God and show our appreciation for all he blesses us with in more ways than just our wallet. Um, My belief is the wallet is one way that we show God and give back to God. But there's people sitting in the pews that do give more than 10%. And there's people in the pews that don't have time, but they have 
the financial means to tithe 20 and 30 percent and you know what their tithe can you know cover your 10 percent and your time covers the time they don't have you know there's a verse in the bible uh, it talks about you know how all the parts of the body they all work together you know and that's the way the church is supposed to work you know everybody works together and it's one body, one church, and we all work together for the glory of God and to grow the kingdom, and this is getting kind of heavy, woo, heavy on a Christmas Eve, but when we work together, that's what it's all about, so you know what I mean? Give what you can, you know, and I don't know, I'm gonna, I think I've, I've getting off my soapbox, I've said enough. Who knows? Maybe somebody will leave a comment on Facebook or call in. I don't know. Either way, you know, if you don't want me to air it, just make sure you tell me. Because if you call, leave me a message and you don't say, don't air this. It's free game, sister, brother. Um, But it's Christmas Eve. Um, Do something fun. Make memories. And if you've lost someone in your life, and this is the first year of new and different or if it's 20 years in of new and different um, find something create a new tradition so that in those moments when you're sitting there sad and lost and depressed (laughs) you can say but we can do this and create a new tradition because there's things we can do that are new and fabulous and wonderful that will build you up and build your family up so that you're able to enjoy the day. Um, this past Sunday, we had the longest night service, and it's um, also known as the Blue Christmas Service. And it's an uplifting service for those that have lost during the year and a time to remember those they lost, lost, and then to look forward and it's a beautiful service it's not depressing it's not really long so that's what my husband said he goes so is it a long service I said no it's actually a short service um, but you know there's things we can do to remember those that we love and um, do it in a way that will bring you encouragement and It's okay to cry. It's okay to shed a tear. It's okay to, you know, let your heart leak (laughs) out your eyeballs when you miss those at Christmas and the holidays or any time. Yet at the same time, we got to live for the living. That's what my grandmother always said. Live for the living, Lisa. Live for the living. Because I struggled so much after my sister was kidnapped. And I just had a void and couldn't figure it out I just couldn't figure out how people could keep moving on and be happy and and my grandmother would tell me almost daily Lisa you gotta live for the living and it's hard I'm not gonna tell you it's easy I'm not gonna tell you you'll get over it in a day or two you don't really ever get over it, but you learn to move forward. You learn to create new memories and new traditions 
and honor those that you've lost in a way that they will always be held dear to you in your heart. You're able to remember them yet move forward with joy and hope. So, I don't know. I encourage you to find that balance, that whatever, to be able to do that with your family. And So, on this Christmas Eve, I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Thank you for listening. And I would love to hear from you. Like, how do you tithe, you know? What are some ways that you give of your time and talents? Um, what are some ways that you can give back um, as for Christmas? What are some of your Christmas traditions? What are some what things that you do to remember those that have passed away or have left or are not home because they're serving our country or just don't live close enough to get home? I'd love to hear from you. You can call into the station. Um, just hit the message me button if you're listening through the Anchor FM app. Uh, leave a message on Facebook. You can private message me. You can leave a comment, whatever. I'd love to hear from you. But as I uh, get ready to get my workout in and burn some calories and get my cardio in on this Christmas Eve. I hope that you're doing whatever it is that brings you joy and relaxation and that you remember to slow down and remember why we're celebrating Christmas. It's not about the gifts. It's not about the stuff. Um, It's about a child that was born and given life only to be crucified for our sins later in his life. He was born to die for us. And that's, you know, pretty heavy. And so, you know, pastor's message the last few weeks at church is that you can't have Christmas without Easter and you can't have Easter without Christmas. And a pastor we had before, um, you know, he associated it with the playoffs and the Super Bowl. You can't have one without the other, right? So Merry Christmas Eve, and I hope you have a fabulous and wonderful day. Thanks for listening to One Sister's Journey, keeping it real. Until next time, I'm Lisa. I'm your hostess with the mostest, and I appreciate you. Merry Christmas.